Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. I want to welcome all the new listeners. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I pray that something will be said today that it will stir you up and give you encouragement and motivation because it's an amazing word that's coming forth today that I've been thinking about for almost two weeks now. And today is definitely the day to talk about it. So we're going to go into prayer really quickly, and then we're going to get into the Word. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, as always, so much. Hallelujah. Don't take it for granted for this amazing opportunity to minister to your precious people. Thank you, and welcome, Holy Spirit, into this broadcast. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways, that there will be no hindrances to this Word today. Lord, I want to thank you so much for all the listeners. Dear Lord, that you are drawing more and more, that each one will tell someone else about the broadcast, and that they will come in and listen to it as well. And I want to thank you so much in advance for all the many testimonies that have already come forth and all the testimonies to come in your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. So today, we're going to talk about Remember Me. This is something that I've been really thinking about, like I said, almost two weeks now. Remember me. How, when the last time you told somebody, remember me, like you do something for them. He said, don't forget now, don't forget um, that I helped you out in this area. Don't forget, remember me. How many times have you said that? And have they remembered you? Well, before we get into the word today, I thought it was somewhat fitting that I was watching the news this evening. Um, today, I'm um, the day I'm recording this is June seventeenth, twenty twenty one, and it was today that you know everything was passed for the federal holiday for Juneteenth. Remember me, remember that now. And, and what I really want to talk about because a lot of times we might think, I, I mean, we all go through this. We're like, Lord, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? How can I help um, humanity? What what can I do in my community? What can I do in my family? You know, what can I do that can really make a difference? And everybody, it may be something small, but it's never really small if it made a difference, right? Or it could be something huge. So I want to talk about Opal Lee. You know, I like to talk about ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Opal Lee, um, she's 94 years old, and she was the one at the age of 89. She decided to make it her life mission at the age of 89. I wanted that to sink in for a moment. At the age of 89, Ms. Opal Lee decided to make it her life mission to spread the word about Juneteenth to everyone. She said, the only way I can really spread it, it has to be a national holiday, a federal holiday. So she started doing walks and, and, and talks, right? And today, I mean, it, it didn't happen overnight because at the age of 89 is when she decided that that was her new life mission. You know, we can start doing something at the age of 20, 30, 40, 50, on up. At 89, you probably think, well, 89, you know, I don't I live my life. I done did what I'm supposed to do here. 
But at the age of 89, Miss Opal Lee started on this mission, right? And it came to pass today, June 17, 2021, at her age is now 94. And she was able to see what she started. She was able to, first of all, she, she might have been in retirement, but she hadn't retired. She, she found out something. She, she said, everybody needs to know about Juneteenth. We all celebrated, we celebrated 4th of July, but Juneteenth, just one woman, her new life, new life mission, hallelujah, was to do this and bring awareness to everybody. At 89. Now she's 94. One of the articles I read said she's doing a holy dance. That's what they said. Something that took 155 years, 11 months, and 28 days to get something to be to, to um so everybody gonna remember. Remember today is remember me. It, just just think about that. Remember me. Okay, so we're going to get into the word now. I want y'all to remember. And then one more thing I want to say. I was like, well, I'm just one person. She was one person, but she got noticed. It took one person, one woman, that got prayer taken out of school. Now, this woman, and it says um, on, in 2014, the average cost, according to the White House, for to cover one day of payroll to make a national holiday is it is six hundred and sixty million dollars for that one day for for them to cover this is for the federal government to cover that one day for payroll. One woman, Miss Opal Lee. Remember her name. Remember her name. So we're gonna get into the word today. Remember me. I'm going to talk about out of Genesis 39, 40, and 41. I'm not going to read all of it because a lot of you already know. And then I'm also going to give you a New Testament reference as well. Remember me. Remember me was talking about with Joseph, right? We know about Joseph. We know about how he had the coat of many colors. We know about how he was a dreamer, how God was showing him things. We know about how he was put in the pit. We know about how he was put in Potiphar's house. We know about how he was put in prison. All these things, but what did Joseph really do, right? And and, and when he was put into um, Potiphar's house, you know, and verse, I'm going all the way down to verse number 19 of of chapter 39, uh, first of all, before I forget to that um, verse, let's go up a little bit higher in the chapter, around about chapter 5. And we know that Lord, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian, which is Potiphar, because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both the house and in the field, just because Joseph was there. But Joseph was a slave, right? He was a slave, but the anointing of God was on him. Right? And so down go all the way down to verse number nineteen, um, when Papa's wife tried to, you know, get him hemmed up in some things, um, and she goes to her husband and said, Your slave, your slave, 
You know, even though we know about all of what Joseph did, right? That he didn't do anything. Then she said, your slave did this, but that was a lie. So he was lied on, right? He was thrown in a pit. He was all these different things. He was lied on, right? And don't don't think y'all know where I'm going with this message. Because y'all don't. So you might as well just sit here and listen. Okay. Because I heard somebody in the spirit room, oh, I know what she's going. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. And then um, Joseph, um, master, put him in prison. So we know about that. Then everything that Joseph uh, was in charge of in, fr- in prison, it everything was was pro- I mean, everything um, was in excellence. And that's one thing I want to talk about too. Joseph had a spirit of excellence on him. No matter if he was a slave, no matter when he was in prison, he made everybody else look good because of the spirit of excellence on him. When you have a spirit of excellence, there's no compromise. You're going to either do it in excellence or you're not. There's no compromise. So that's what the anointing on him was a, was excellence. That, that he could make things prosper. Whatever he put his hands to prosper. And the people around him prospered because he was there but he was in process he was in process remember remember me and then it came a time hallelujah when when joseph was in prison and then he had those two that he had to um um and god gave him an interpretation of the dream the um cup the cup bearer and the chief baker right and he and, and they had this alarming dream and Joseph, you know, where he is, what's going on? What's wrong? And they told him the dream and God gave him, God gave him the interpretation. Remember all the time when Joseph was in the pit, when Joseph uh, was in Potiphar's it said in the scripture that God was with Joseph. Even in his process, he was still, God was with him. Remember that. Remember me. Remember me. And so, I want to get on down here. I'm not because I want to. I don't want to spend too much time on the dreams, what they were. But y'all knew that he interpreted dreams, and it says down here in verse number, uh, chapter forty, um, verse twelve. That's when he started interpreting the dream. He had already inter- interpreted the cupbearer's dream. Um, uh, he had already did that and said what was going to happen there. But then he got over here, and I'm going to go ahead and read this right here. Verse 12, uh, when Joseph said, this is what the dream means. The three branches represent three days. Within three days, because both of them had a dream about three. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift you up and restore you to your position as his cupbearer. Joseph told him good news. Told him, he said, you're going to be restored. You're going to be restored. He gave him good news, right? And verse number 14, here we go. And verse number 14, Joseph said, And please remember me and do me a favor when things go well for you. This is ESV. And please, hallelujah, remember me and do me a favor. When things go well for you. He says, mention, mention me to Pharaoh so he might let me out of this place. For I was kidnapped from my homeland, the land of the Hebrews, and now I'm here in prison. But I did nothing to deserve it. Remember now, remember me. Remember me. Like I said earlier, how many times have you... um 
you know, uh, favor someone or uh, uh, God said, go ahead and do this for them. And, and, and you might say, now remember me now when, you know, when things go a certain way or when you get that, remember me now. A lot of times I say, share your testimony. That That's that's remembering. Come back and say, you remember that time when the Lord gave you that word? And, and like one of them I did um, a couple of years ago, the sound of freedom. You know what I mean? Because that, that's what I'm reading. That's what I'm hearing today because of... Um, what happened today with this law? And I know there's still a whole lot of things with the national holiday. I know there's still a lot of things that need to be done. But if one person at the age of 89 say that it's her new life mission, at the age of 89, she could have sat back and just, you know, lived out her gold, um, golden years. But she said, no, this is my mission. At 89, I know there's a lot of things still be could be need to be done, but how many people are listening? How many people in the in in the United States of America that are all around the world that's listening right now and might have something that God's telling them to do? And you think I'm just one person? Well, Opalie, at the age of 89, could could go out and start a campaign and start doing something that at the age of 94 now she's seen it coming to pass. Come on now. There is absolutely no excuses. They're calling her the grandmother. How, what did they say how they call her? They call her the grandmother of Juneteenth. That's what they call her. So go back here to remember me. Joseph said, remember me. Remember, Joseph made everything more efficient in the, in the prison. Even though he was a prisoner and wasn't supposed to be there. He was in process. You, it might be a lot of people listening today. You're in process where you are, but you're still going to do everything in excellence because God is your CEO. So you're going to still make sure you do everything. You're in process, but you know you're not, you haven't arrived to that place. I mean, look, I don't know what else Oprah Lee, Miss Oprah Lee did in her life. But at the age of, age of 89, a huge assignment was landed on her, and you know what she said? Yes, Lord. She said yes to the assignment at 89. And so, if you even if you're 95 or 100, if God give it to you, just go ahead and do it. But for those of us that are way younger than that, get involved. Get out there in your community. Hold the people that you vote for accountable. Do some things for yourself. Get out there and say, what, what can I do to help? How can I help in this area? Get behind somebody that's doing the work. Remember I said that before? Because it takes finances. So get behind that one. It's like, you know what? I like what you're doing. What do you need? Do you need um, marketing help? Uh, use your skills to help them. Okay. Back to this. Because time is going by so fast. So... It's, I, I just need to say this. He said, remember me. Right? Then it says, two full years later. Two years later. Joseph's still in prison. But another dream came. And it came to the Pharaoh. And we know what happened there. Another dream came. So, that's when... He was remembered by the one that was in prison with him. He was like, oh, I know somebody. I know somebody. And when 
I want to say to you today, it might seem like they forgot. There's some people out there that you was like, they don't really, they don't seem like they remember what I did. How God used me to help them. They, they seem like they don't forgot. Oh, it's going to come a time when they're going to remember. And I believe it's now. He said two full years later that, 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 that he was then brought up and said, oh, I know somebody. Took him two years though. But that's when the dream came. And then that was when the assignment came for him to go and interpret the dream because God gave him the invitation. Remember now, God was with Joseph. And, and, and I, I wanted to, I just wanted to share that and I'm not finished because <coughs> about Joseph, but I need to go ahead on um, and go to the New Testament scripture. But before I go there, in verse number 41... Pharaoh said to Joseph, this is after he had interpreted the dream. I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. Joseph already had authority by God. Now he got man-appointed authority. That Now this is somebody that was in a pit. Somebody that was accused of doing something wrong. And he was in slavery, and, and then he was in prison. But now he's the one in charge of everybody that threw him in the pit, that threw him in the prison, that made him a slave. Now God has elevated him where he was. And see, that, that's one thing I was thinking about recently. Because he, God will rep, rep, uh, elevate you where you at. Rise right up right there. Rise right up right there. It took two years, though, but he still received that elevation. I know I'm going to end up talking about this again because I'm kind of like giving you a little bit of it at a time. But I want to go to Luke real quick for the New Testament. Remember me. Remember me. Don't get discouraged out there because God going to make sure that, that, that what he has put in you is going to be needed. That gift going to be needed. Like he said, no, he, uh, Pharaoh had called him. This is called all these people. None of them could interpret the dream. Because only God was going to give the answer to his man. God's man. Joseph to interpret the dream. And then put him in charge over all of this. So let's go ahead into Luke real quick. Luke chapter 23. And this is when we're talking about the crucifixion of Jesus. Y'all probably like, what is she? Where is she going here? Hallelujah. This is the quote they talked about how when he came out, the people that was there, um, that Simon was there carrying the cross, and um, two other um, two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. All this is the scene. Just see the crowd there, and when they came to the place called Skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals. One of his one on his right. And other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. It said the people were standing there watching. The rulers was even sneering at him. But I want to focus right here on verse number 39. 
one of the criminals. Now you got Jesus and you got these two criminals on each side. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. See, he he really didn't believe. But then that other criminal, come on here. That other one that was that was guilty, right? The other criminal. But the other criminal rebuked the, rebuked the other criminal and said, Don't you fear God? He said, Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly. For we are getting what our deeds deserve. You see, he already knew. Both, he already knew we, we, we deserve this. But this man, Jesus, didn't deserve it. And he said, do you not fear God? The prisoner, the one that, that, that was being crucified, I mean, being executed as well, um, was he understood that he, his punishment was was legit that he should be in that position and he said hallelujah we are punished justly for what we're getting what what our deeds deserve but this man has done nothing wrong remember joseph hadn't did anything wrong remember that right then he said jesus after he rebuked the other criminal that got all this smack talk he said jesus remember me come on here Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even though you know he knew he did wrong, that he he deserved the punishment he was getting. But he said, Jesus, my God, hallelujah. Remember me. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Hallelujah. Remember me. And Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you. Today, I want y'all to hear what I'm saying. Truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. This Jesus was a man that got God authority. Joseph gave Joseph authority, but then the Pharaoh had to give him his authority. But Jesus has all authority because God gave it to him, all authority. So he, even though he hung there and did what he had to do for, for it was resurrected for us. But it's like this man, he was telling, you got two prisoners, 50-50. You got 50-50 here. And both of them could have recognized who he was, but one of them did. And he said, even though I know I messed up, even though I know I deserve this, but can you please, hallelujah, my God, can you please remember me? So there's some of y'all out there right now. And so y'all on that 50, y'all on this side. And y'all saying, Jesus, hallelujah, remember me. Receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because that's in essence what this man did. He said, remember me. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. Today you will be with me. If y'all want to be free that from that prison, if you feel like you are in, in, in some type of slavery in your mind, today you go ahead and say, Jesus, Jesus, remember me. Remember me. Hallelujah. Remember me. Say that today. Receive him as your Lord and say, Lord, I, I repent 
I repent. I know I'm a sinner. Lord, I repent right now. And I, I believe that you are the Son of God. And I receive you, hallelujah, as my Lord and Savior. And today, he said, today, so you just say, Lord, remember me. Lord, remember me. Even when you were, even for all those out there that already have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you have helped others. You have done everything you could do. You have given. You have gave your time. You can say, God, Lord, remember me. Remember when you told me to do this and you was going to do that. Remember me. Lord, when you told me to give all I had and you and you was going to restore, remember me. Go ahead on today and say, Lord, remember me. Remember me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember me. Everything that he's told you to do. And it might seem like it's been years. It might seem like they forgot. Hallelujah. It might seem like that. But just say, God, hallelujah. Jesus, remember me. Then he's going to cause these people that you have helped. The ones that God had assigned you to do and go out and do certain things for. He's going to make sure that they remember you. Hallelujah. It might have been years. It could have been 10 years ago. It could have been for some of y'all 20 years ago. But have you have you even went back to God and said, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, remember me. When was the last time? Or is it the first time? Maybe you feel like you don't deserve to say, remember me. This is what this, hallelujah, my God. Woo, hallelujah. This president, he said, I know that I'm wrong. I know that I'm guilty. I know, but he recognized and he knew who Jesus was where the other one did not. He was, he was smirking at him and, and saying smack talk. He really didn't, he didn't really believe what he was saying. But this man said, hallelujah, if you could just remember me. Woo! Woo! I ain't do everything right, and I am guilty, but can you still remember me? And what did Jesus, that, that Jesus, what did Jesus do? He said, today, you will be with me in paradise. Remember me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for every listener today. Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah that there's many right now. Hallelujah. They're saying, remember me. They have received you. Hallelujah today as their Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. No more. They're not in bondage anymore. Hallelujah. They're not a slave anymore. Hallelujah. That you are remembering them today. They're not in a pit anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And yet it might have been guilty. But today they're saying, remember me. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you right now for each one that's out there today. I thank you right now, hallelujah, for all of those that have come into the kingdom today. Hallelujah. The angels are rejoicing, and so am I. Lord, I thank you, hallelujah, that you remembered 
them and that you send forth this word today hallelujah to go in hallelujah to deal with someone that was felt like that they were at the end of their rope hallelujah they know what to do next that they won't gonna make it but lord you they are saying right now remember me lord i thank you dear lord i thank you for your word i thank you for your love hallelujah i thank you for your peace more than all, I thank you for your grace. Lord, I thank you in your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. As you guys go into this week, my God, hallelujah. As you go into this week, my God, remember to speak life over yourself, to speak life over your family, my God, to speak life over your neighborhood. The key to it all is, is to speak life now. Continue to declare over yourself, God, surprise me with your goodness. Hallelujah for the rest of my life. And today, hallelujah for all of those that have said that prayer, that have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hallelujah. So thankful, thankful that you made a decision today. As I leave today, hallelujah, I just want you all to say one more time. Lord, remember me. Hallelujah. You guys have a wonderful day. Share the post. Share the video. Hallelujah. Like it. Just give this word to someone. Share this word because I, I know there's an anointing on it that is going to help someone to share it. I thank you all so much. Have a hallelujah. Have a woo. Have a wonderful week. Talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.